So ma ek head to table and ono pamoy Tom Rawson. Mm, okay. I'm not sure what you're doing there, but uh I am Tom Snowden. Ah, oh, Tom Snowden. This is Head to Table, the comedy podcast where two friends design a short form tabletop RPG and then playtest it out for you as well. And Tom, what you just heard there was my quick five minutes practice on Google of ancient Greek. Mm. Uh, because this episode, Tom, I would like to take us to the world of ancient Greece. Wow. Okay. Exciting. So this is Sparta kicking people down wells. No, quite the opposite, actually. So that, <laughs> you've touched on the issue I have. When people hear ancient Greece, they think hoplites and sexy, oily men. Uh, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I think that's a great jumping off point for a game, but I'd rather work on the other side of the coin of ancient Greece, and that is sort of the, uh, the foundations of civilization, of philosophy, mm. of minds in the, the city-states of Athens and Thebes. Yeah, no, very impressive. So to summarise, obviously, uh, ancient Greece, some of the great thinkers of the time, uh, Socrates, Aristotle, they did a lot of musing on uh, what, what it means to really be, what is the core virtues of man? What is it that makes up man? How can we best live our lives? What is good? All these big questions that obviously lend themselves yeah. so well. Rich fodder for a comedy podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. But uh, <laughs> I, I have a few ideas, but we'll get onto that later. But first of all, Tom, I'm very keen to continue with your latest insert into the intro. Uh, mm. The Tom and Tom Game Nomicon, was it? Mm, the Game Nomicon. Okay, Tom, perhaps you could... Uh, Help explain some of this jargon that we use on the podcast. For anyone who's not played RPGs, could you please explain to the listeners, if they don't know, what an NPC is? Yeah, absolutely I can. It's a good one. Um, so an NPC is kind of defined in in contrast to, to a PC. So NPC stands for non-player character, and PC stands for player character. So uh, as we've explained before, in role-playing games, you adopt the role of some character some some figure um and yeah that 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 character is referred to as the player character and you're responsible for them you have control of their actions choose what they do and then the non-player characters the npcs uh tend to be controlled by uh, the narrator of the story or by some other system um and they are they're sort of more the background the background members of the of the world Exactly. Um, the the NPCs are all the the funny voices you get to do as a GM. Yeah, that's the, that's a good way to explain them. They're also the kind of you know just the the background fodder. They're, they're very much exactly they're, they're very they're much the... less important. You know, sometimes sometimes I feel like an NPC as I, as I walk through my life, Tom. I... Technically, we're all NPCs to everyone else. And that's, as you can, <laughs> that's, that's a very deep. good segue. Into... You can see I'm getting very deep into this uh, this philosophical outlook. Yeah. Well, Tom, let me tell you what's really. Uh, made this jump out to me. I, I was uh, kind of bored and uh, just geeking out <laughs> on some, some history podcasts. And I was getting very deeply into some of the ancient Greece stuff. And uh, one of my favourite things in doing this show with you, Tom, and, and playing all these different RPGs is different ideas of what stat builds are. So there's always these very traditional, oh, how many points in your strength? How many points in your dexterity and your intelligence? And uh, I came across... Uh, Aristotle founded something called virtue theory, which is the idea that all people have these sort of set number of virtues. Mm. And to be the best person, you need to have what's called the golden mean, like the, the perfect amount of a virtue. Uh, and he lists 12 of them, 12 like fundamental aspects of what it is to be human. So and you started trying to score yourself on these exactly, virtues. Exactly. I did exactly that. And I thought, uh, wouldn't this be great to have like a, a social-based game where instead of like, ah, my strength number beats your strength number, to have some fun mechanics based on more like... My temperance well, beats I think it, your temperance. <laughs> precisely. I think it, it like forces... Uh, you to almost play more as a character if you sort of understand more of their psyche. So, Tom, would you like to ha have a guess at what some of these 12 virtues that Aristotle lists are? Oh, geez. Um, what do you hmm. think is a fundamental core 
of mankind. You see, I don't know, because I feel like I remember some of the, like, the medieval virtues that are, like, the sort of chivalric ones that are, you know, things like chastity, honour, um, temperance. You're very right in that temperance is one of them. Okay. Uh, some of these make a lot of sense. Other ones, I think he's just uh, being a bit lazy on. Let me list them <laughs> off to you. So, okay. the first one, which I think, actually, I'm kind of cool with that, is courage. Okay, yep. Yeah? So the other is you can have an excess or a deficiency of each one. So maybe, you know, you can either be cowardly with not enough or you're rash and quick to act in a bad way. Um, and I thought the a great sort of gameplay mechanic of that is a very simple, like, plus or minus modifier sometimes. You know, if, if you're too cowardly or, or too cocksure in an action, you might miss something that is, is necessary when you when you take your action. If you're jumping from roof to roof, perhaps, you know, if you think you can do it or you're not sure if you can, you don't think it out correctly and it throws you off your game in some way. Okay. Are there, um, are there like, opposing vices to these virtues then? Is that a... No, so the idea is, like, the, there's the, the perfect amount and then you can just have either too much or too little. Ah, uh, okay. Exactly. Uh, temperance is one you indeed said. Uh, another one is liberality, which is not very sure. interesting. Not sure how Republicans would feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, there's a, this whole block here, which, if anything, like, there's a whole lot of them which really just sounds like they would impact your social roles and modifiers. There's liberality, there's magnificence. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is that a virtue or is that just like the end result of being good at stuff? There is literally that Aristotle believed that to be a true great person, you have to have just the right amount of magnificence. But I mean, isn't that like synonymous with just being good at stuff? <laughs> well, I don't, like the, the deficiencies they list as like pettiness or stinginess. Oh, in okay. Some way. So is it like is it like magnanimity? Is it like that kind of? No, that's the... a whole different one. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Mag- magnanimity is another uh, virtue. After magnificence, oh, I can already uh, tell this this stat array is going to be confusing. Exactly, a lot of these get all very confused. So, for example, he also has one for patience and good temper, which I feel is v- the Venn diagram mm. between that and temperance definitely crosses over a lot there. Yeah, maybe something's getting lost in translation here because you know, quite possibly. Yeah, other ones he lists are truthfulness, uh, wittiness. Is a, a key component. Oh, uh, well, we've got it nailed then, Tom. Precisely. Well, I don't know, because too little is considered boorishness, but too much is considered buffoonery, uh, <laughs> which is definitely a line we, we tow considerably. Yeah. Uh, and then the final three is friendliness, modesty, and lastly, righteous indignation. Righteous indignation is mm. a... Is a oh, virtue, okay. just having just the right amount of, uh, of, I of guess not liking stuff. I guess that's reasonable. Yeah, exactly. I can see that. I can see that working mm. as a virtue. So I think we can have a play with that into how we can sort of... Um, the game I'm imagining is some kind of, like, more game of political intrigue, less sort of, you know, um, running about and killing Medusas and mm. uh, climbing Mount Olympus to meet Zeus, and more uh, the, the so, inner workings of democracy and coups within these city-states and such. Okay, okay. Although I quite like... I mean, I quite like leaning into the philosopher thing uh, just even further, just, just go with... Uh, living the lives of our philosophers and see how well they hold up to their own virtues. <laughs> you know, just That's hanging out in, in Athens, arguing with one another. <laughs> there would definitely, yeah, there would definitely be some awkward conversations where they're like, truly, Aristotle, you are, the, <laughs> you are the greatest man there is, for you alone tell the truth and live liberally. And he's like, yes. Anyway, I'm going home to my 40 slaves now. <laughs> what a hero see, I am. I, I'm, I'm wary in this episode because... You know, this is a bit like the fish episode where I'm very quickly going to wade into my own ignorance. <laughs> like, I have no idea if Aristotle had slaves. Did Aristotle have slaves? Not only did he have slaves, I can let you know he was also uh, a staunch like advocate for having slaves and believed that it was oh, okay. a, a key a key thing. Uh, also very racist because he was the tutor to uh, Alex the Great. And, right, uh, yeah. And he was like, go kill all those Persians, Al. Mm-hmm. Okay. I prefer the philosophers like Socrates and Diogenes, you know, just the kind of ones that just hung out on the street. Yeah, I don't know much about... Shouted at passers-by. <laughs> yeah. I know Socrates sort of set a, a good example being one of the first people to just be killed by the city for being too annoying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He was called the gadfly, wasn't he? The gadfly exactly. of Athens. Just, yeah, too re- annoying. Yes, Socrates. I, all right, Socrates. <laughs> 
God's sake. And in the end, they're like, just just drink this poison. And he's like, oh, <laughs> fine, jeez. Uh, I think Diogenes was supposed to be worse, though, right? Like he, was he the one that lived in the barrel? Yeah, in like, well, yeah, a lot of depictions, it's in like a clay urn, I think, just in the middle yeah. of the town. And like, <laughs> we're shouting just, at people. Yeah, just shouting at people as they go past. I do remember there is one anecdote where, where Plato had defined, and like his academy had defined humans as uh, a featherless biped. Oh, yes, that's it. And yeah. so, so Diogenes just plucked a chicken free of all of its feathers and then handed it to him. Behold a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I human. recall that story. And okay, then, yeah. then. I, think, I think the key mechanic that I want to try and convey which could be really cool is uh this idea that oh obviously it's great to live this virtuous life but we're constant it's hard to be virtuous is the idea mm. like our very humanity pulls us away from it and with a lot of role-playing games you can't just get to decide and paint this perfect ideal like no matter if that would make sense to the character like if your character has been has been wronged by someone it's still very easy to say like no i will pass up this chance i want some kind of mechanic some way to show that so it should be tempting to sort of be pulled away from, from what is just and what is right. Yeah, yeah, no, that is good. I don't well, know how I, to do that necessarily. Maybe there's another thing here that, that you sort of mentioned that it's a it's a golden mean, right? So, yeah. you know, you have your virtues. And I think 12 is maybe a bit much, Tom. So yeah, we can definitely we can slim this down. These down. But, um, but I had a thought that maybe we could have... Um, uh, so you could gain numbers to sort of either increase your, your virtue in a thing... Mm. Um, and you could have events that you lose them as well. And the idea is you have to keep trying to keep them in at an optimal number. Yeah, and that nice middle part, yeah, that makes sense. So, so but also it, it should be tempting to stray away from that. Like there should be some perhaps yeah. like a gameplay benefit. Yeah, or like, or, you know, encounters are just going to force you to, to sort of use, yeah, to sort of go one way or the other. Mm. Um, mm. We could simplify it down to, uh, Aristotle gives these 12, but there's also something called the, the four cardinal virtues. And these four cardinal virtues are prudence, mm. courage, okay. temperance, yep. and justice. Oh, yeah, those are great. Yeah, and I've been thinking a little bit about it. And what you could do, maybe your justice is in some ways your health, like that you lose the game when you've acted in such a way, tempted by your own desires, that you can no longer be considered, like you're, you're shunned by the community as no longer being uh, someone to admire or listen to. Or we could... Or we could do we could do philosophers and them having to drink drink hemlock if they get too far <laughs> exactly, out of the, exactly the bounds. Of- yeah. <laughs> so the other three, uh, I think I mentioned for courage, I can see as in some way uh, boosting your chances of succeeding in something if you know got just the right uh, amount of, of will to do something. I feel mm-hmm. like prudence is about is about planning, right? It's about knowing the best course of action to to meet your goals. And I wonder if uh, your prudence in some way affects any unexpected outcomes. Okay. Yeah, so perhaps if, if your prudence is off, then although you might succeed at something, uh, there might be some unforeseen consequence that, that plays out the story. And then finally... Yeah. Sorry, okay. go on. Well, I was just going to say, I think, you know, we could, do it, we could do it in such a way as, like, if your prudence is, is at a good level, then, yeah, you make... You make uh, you know, accurate decisions. If your if your prudence is too high, then you know you're too wary and don't make very good decisions. And if you're not prudent enough, then you know you just make hasty decisions. Mm, I guess mm, certainly. I think that's good. I think that's good. And then finally, temperance. I think it's some it's that that restraint or self control. And I think that's the manner where it's, it's sort of is your ability to hold back from from some desire that you know is not the most uh, just course of action. You know, like taking revenge or speaking out in some manner uh okay i think we've got four ideas there so now we just need to bring Devise in that- the rest of the game yeah, yeah just bring in that gameplay. <laughs> i do in my head keep coming back to how hilarious it would be to be you know in the forum uh as as one of the philosophers <laughs> yes. just like harassing one another and trying to one-up one another in your in your you know in your yes. arguments and your virtues okay um, i definitely like that i guess like maybe we could have encounters that that are like arguments right yeah um like discussions on certain topics um i it- suppose that's the the mechanic is trying to successfully find the weakness in that argument much like humans uh being more than featherless bipeds uh, yes and then being able to to repost effectively yes yeah um and you kind of have to be an exemplar of the of the virtues, I guess, to to sort of achieve that. Um, 
The other key thing I was thinking is that if we're going to play philosophers from ancient Greece, I think we also need beard points. <laughs> just, I just want a separate pool of beard points, Tom. I like that. Yeah, however long your beard is, you can sort of people are just like, well, his beard is very long. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like beard points being something like... Um, some I guess like inspirational games, like yeah, a chance yeah, to re-roll yeah. in some way. Like maybe early on, like you can put more points into a, a good character or you can just put it all into beard. Like, yep, I've got no skills, but boy, <laughs> am I beardy. Okay, then. I do like the idea of um, s- summarising a conflict in some way, uh, mostly social, as correctly identifying uh, the opportunity and mm. then also correctly acting on it. Yes. You see what I mean? I, I definitely like the idea of realign your your virtues but then that means there should in some way be a reason to want to have them all at that golden mean and just the right amount but there should also be a temptation to like pull away from them yeah so yeah how about this perhaps when you are beaten in some way you fail in some way you take more damage to your your scene justice depending on how skewed your virtues are like if if you make a mistake, but you're considered very virtuous, you're not going to take too much of a, a hit to your reputation. Do you see right. what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, but if maybe you've you've all your virtues are off because you've been using them to I don't know boost your results in some way, then that's great. You're probably more likely to win, but now you're open to attack more. Okay, yeah, I think I see that. The other possibility I was thinking of is the possibility of to have it in the the middle. Maybe you have to. Maybe you have to roll a number of dice, right? Say, roll 3d4, and let's say the stat pool goes from... Each virtue goes from 3 to 12, the, okay. same, as the, the same as the 3d4. Now, the probabilities would suggest that you're likely to be... You know, there's a bit of a normal distribution to that, to that kind mm. of 3d4, where you expect the results to be. Yeah. You're most likely to get something in the middle there. Um, so maybe you have to roll those 3d4 and always be within one of your of your score if you see what i mean so mm, so if you're that's so you want it you want it to be very central your uh your your virtue because the probability of rolling the dice is most likely to be central <laughs> yes yes i like that whereas if you start to get up to higher numbers then then yeah you're uh the chances of rolling a 12 on 3d4 is pretty pretty slim right yeah I really like that. That's really cool. So maybe, right, right, no, I've got it. I've got it. The ah, the vision of the game has been provided to me. <laughs> the, right. the heavens have parted. Those four cardinal virtues, we've agreed. Justice is your health. Once your justice is depleted, you've been defeated in philosophical debate. You're out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the remaining three... That's your just dessert. <laughs> the remaining three, I want you to imagine three scales, Tom. Okay. Uh, three sort of rows, one for your prudence, courage, and temperance. Okay. Uh, as scores, and we want to be in the middle for them. So I reckon this debate is a, is a taking it turns to attack one another. Yeah? Okay. To do yep. damage to the other one's justice. If your courage is really nice to the middle, you do more damage. If your okay. temperance is close to the middle, I think that's how you like react to things, right? So maybe when someone doesn't attack to you, if your temperance is nice in the middle, then you... Uh, reduce damage from that that you've taken. It's like a, an armor buff on top of that. And then I guess okay. the, the prudence, so that's like the, the wisdom of um, the appropriate course of action to take. I think the prudence is in some way like your uh, chance to hit you. The, wherever your prudence is, like we said, that the idea of um, that, that normal distribution of the dice, you want yeah. the prudence to be in the middle to be more likely to attack in some way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like okay. whether you hit or not. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, that sounds really good. Okay, so so okay, I've, okay, I think I've got a sort of idea with the with the dice mechanics that I said. We, so we just need a way to like uh, make you want to move away from those virtues now and decide how we move along these scales. Yeah, okay, okay. I think I think I have I think I have a, a sort of thought, Ooh, which is me. that <laughs> you sure? Um, okay, <laughs> um, okay. So so maybe instead of I know I'm fiddling with numbers here a bit, but bear with me, everyone. If we switch to d6s instead of the d4s, mm-hmm. and we roll, we roll three d6. So standard D and D type like um, stat ar- array or arrangement. So mm-hmm. uh, you know we can either get from three to eighteen. Um, and the idea is, as you say, we want to actually be in the middle. Unlike unlike most games where the idea is the, the bigger numbers the better. Here we're we're looking for that golden mean. Um, nice. And so the idea is we want to we want to be around you know ten or eleven. 
for most for most things. And as I said previously, we we roll and we try and get near that number. Um, but what I was thinking is is so you roll the three d six and and get your your stats. So for your prudence, temperance, and courage. Um, and then when it comes to to the the argument or the the action, um, you roll the three d six and you also roll a d four alongside that. Mm-hmm. So when you like, if you so let's say we do it, you roll three d six, and your your prudence say is is you rolled a fifteen, for example, for for your for your original stat. Okay, prudence. so my prudence is at fifteen on the scale, so it's a bit off the middle at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And then we and then we roll uh, the three d six and three d four in in an argument, and you're you're t- attempting to get say one or two within the distance of of fifteen. So let's say let's say one for argument's sake at the moment. We can work out the the fine details of what exactly yeah, that should yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, the balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah. So let's say within one. So you want to get within fourteen or sixteen, and let's say you roll on the three d six a a twelve, and so you're a little bit out of the of the range you want to be. Um, and then you, you, you've also got your D4 and let's say you roll a three on the D4. So you can now choose to add the D4 to your roll. Um, Mm -hmm. but in doing so, that has to also be added to one of the, uh, and and, well, in doing so, obviously you then match the 15. So, so you've succeeded, but you also have to choose one of the virtues, um, to to move away from the middle. Exactly to, to move away, away from, from the that. middle. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, Ten, you, you in, so you can you can rely. I guess narratively, you're relying on some kind of a uh, some kind it, of yeah, you're, you're giving in sort of passion in yeah, some exactly. way that like strengthens your arguments, but it opens you up. Exactly, and I guess I guess to allow yourself to be able to get back to the middle, if you if you roll on the three d six and you succeed without needing the d four, then you can use that to. That you can use the D four instead to move any one of your stats back, back to the middle. Yes, to the middle. Yeah, that's so, oh, that's so good as well. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That also means that, like it's not <laughs> too disappointing if like you fail. Otherwise, it's like oh, I failed. I failed. You take a But every time you're in some way, whenever you're yeah, not doing yeah, okay. damage, so you're you, strengthening yeah. yourself, ready for the next. That Tom, that's really good. Is it you have to move that much to the middle, or you can move like up to it? So if I was on like eight and I had a D four, do I have to move all the way up to twelve, or can I move just the two up to 10 or 11 I, th- I think it's better to just make it so that you always get yeah, pushed I, that, makes that sense. far in the, the direction so you can just overshoot a little bit I love bit, it oh uh, my god not only is that like really good fun but I love like the narrative implications of all that that we're just like these constant chaotic beings like trying to keep ourselves <laughs> in check oh Tom this is fucking brilliant sorry this is and- effing great <laughs> and of course we also can choose to uh, to spend any of our three beard points. Yes. To, uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. Uh, maybe a beard point lets you re-roll, your, re-roll one of your D6s of your choice. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's a good That's a good one. Yeah, yep. and maybe do it. Perfect. No, and maybe you roll a D4 to see how many beard points you start with or something. Tom, that's it. <laughs> Is there anything left? And I guess then, so, and then you, you, you win when you reduce... Your opponent's justice, their their health, their credibility of their argument to zero. So should we say just everyone starts with ten? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Ten point ten point five. Our golden mean. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I pose: how the numbers work. So this might be a little tricky to convey in podcast form, but we got these three scales that range from three to eighteen, uh, mm-hmm. with the very middle there being between ten and eleven. That ten point five. So I perhaps th- on those scales, your your courage. If you imagine numbers on those scales, mm-hmm. if you successfully land an attack, you deal damage equal to where your courage is on the meter. So perhaps okay, but not not the number itself. Not like no 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 no. Yeah, depending on where. So perhaps if you're between ten and eleven, so that's the perfect middle. Perhaps you do four damage. Okay. Yeah? Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I if think I can see where this is going. <laughs> another range out of that. So between ten and eleven, that's that perfect middle is four. Either side of that, there's a space of two with less damage. So if you, your courage score is between 12 and 13, or 8 and 9, eight to nine. then it's three points, etc., etc., down to two and one. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that would be three, four, five would be one, as well as 16, 17, 18, I guess, yep, would be exactly. one damage. Your temperance, okay. meanwhile, that's the defense. So if an attack does land on you, depending on oh, where your nice. temperance is, it's like an armor that, like we say, detracts from damage. So perhaps your opponent has landed a... a, a a philosophical blow and they're dealing three damage but if your temperance lies between 
10 and 11, that middle again, perhaps you subtract. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And likewise, if we move in twos again, uh, a minus, minus two points. I think just like the other ones, except there's yeah. one less. So eight and nine is makes, minus two, six and seven is minus yeah. one, three, four, five is zero. It makes sense to be at least one less so that the, uh, you know, the odds of doing damage, you know, you can actually do some damage. That's realistically. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tom, yeah. I absolutely think this is fantastic. I don't know about cool. you, Tom. I'm ready to head to table. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, and welcome back to uh, our game. We need a name for it, so it's almost like a, a, a Phoenix Wright, but in ancient Greece with philosophers just one-upping each other. Um What's like a... Can we do a pun on law and order in some way? Hmm. Um, no, because you got me at Phoenix Wright. I was thinking about Forum Wright. Or, <laughs> Forum Wright. Or, uh, hmm, law and order. Uh, how about just law and order, the Republic? Um, how about Aristotle's Thunderdome? <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> or perhaps if we could somehow like these these philosophical debates, we, we could make it into some kind of like yeah. philosophical cage match. Like presenting yeah, okay. with a beard weighing in at twenty seven centimeters. <laughs> Orpheus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I want something that's like MMA, like the yeah. hexagon, <laughs> but very specifically for for thinking people. Uh, Okay, if MMA is mixed martial, martial arts, arts, yeah, mixed mental MPT, mixed philosophical throwdowns. What's another word for like, like dialectics? Right, we need to get because it basically is like dialectic discussion, right? Yeah, yeah. D- yeah. Dialectic deathmatch. Yes. Okay, but let's hang on. Is there is there a good philosopher that begins with? Okay. Diogenes' dialectic deathmatch. How about that? <laughs> Diogenes' dialectic deathmatch. Welcome then to the first ever game of Diogenes' dialectics <laughs> deathmatch. Uh, Tom? I see. This sounds a lot more dangerous than, than I was expecting. <laughs> I just came to this forum expecting to debate, man. Death by logic. Death. <laughs> This is from the smelly man who's come out of an urn. I have no idea of like philosophers coming into the forum with like their songs playing, like the hype man there as well. Like, give it up for Plato. Sextus Empiricus. And so all the lay folks being like, what is going on? Anyway, the very first game of Diogenes' dialectic deathmatch. Tom, I will be your DM, your dialectics master. Oh, nice. For this yeah. session. Although I have realised we have, because we've created like a one-on-one combat system, uh, in many ways this could be a sort of player versus player game. But for the sake of driving a narrative, I will be the narrator and your, your opponent in some sense. So, Tom, why don't we roll your stats then for your character? Then that might help yes. you in some way weave an idea of who this character is. So you need to roll 3d6. For both your prudence, courage, and temperance. So three sets right. of three D six. So if your prudence I'm on score. It. I got uh, a three, three, and a six, so twelve. Oh nice. A very prudent individual. So very mm. just out of that perfect window in the middle there. <laughs> right, next one. Courage. Um uh, so this one is six, four, and three. So thirteen. 13. Still pretty good. Wow. So yeah, still a, a pretty correct, maybe slightly on the reckless side, but nonetheless. Uh, and your temperance, finally. Yeah, temperance. Here's where here's where I balls up. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. That's a two, two, and three. <laughs> so it's it's not awful, but yeah, seven. It's not awful, yeah. but I'm not the most temperate of men. Certainly. Uh, oh, and also, Tom, one d four for your beard points. How long is your beard? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, beard points. I got three. Pretty good. Oh, a very mighty beard. <laughs> um, okay, so no te- low temperance, prudence, courage. Can I play a talking dog, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> with a with a mighty beard. Mm, a bearded, yeah, a bearded. Maybe like a here dog and one of those big, coloured, shaggy bits long. What's those swimming dogs? The the Newfoundlands. They have a big, 
a big bearded. I mean, if like, you want to, shaggy talking Newfoundland. We, we didn't discuss called, any uh, sort of race traits in this game, so I, I can't see why you can't just go <laughs> for it. Yeah, and I'm going to be called Dogogenes. <laughs> Dogogenes. <laughs> Okay, so what is uh, Dogogenes' sort of status within that within the forum? Um, I think I'm a curiosity because a lot of their their philosophies has gone into um, like really, really. I appeared to make a point because they they sort of made a lot of arguments about you know humanity being the only reasoning being, mm. um, and so I showed up as a reasoning talking dog <laughs> primarily. <laughs> Just to show them. <laughs> yeah, just to show that actually, yeah, us, us reasonably do. It's like, I think Diogenes found me um, when Plato, when like uh, Aristotle or someone was, was coming up with, um, I know I'm, I'm going anachronistic as hell here. I have no idea when they all they all lived and existed. <laughs> but let's say, let's say that, that, that Aristotle's coming up with some like, you know, framework where, um, you know, humanity is the reasoning being, um, uh, dogs are, you know, sorry, animals are the the, the sentate, you know, the sentient beings, uh, and then plants are, you know, these these just mm. growing beings, or whatever. But uh, Diogenes, as he previously found um, a chicken uh, to to defeat Plato's <laughs> argument, came along with a talking dog <laughs> called Dogogenes, and the, just, uh, the entire forum was just like, well, well that makes a good point. <laughs> well, welcome, Dogogenes. Welcome to the forum. <laughs> Yep, and that's that's where I'm at now. Okay then, Tom, would you like to, to begin our tale? Yep, I, I begin wagging my tail. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a lovely sunny day in Athens. Uh, mm. It's a, a mostly peaceful time. Uh, Athens is enjoying great prosperity and great trade. Uh, and indeed, it's been a, a, a great age for, for minds of man and dog alike to, to push the boundaries of understanding. Uh, and you are on one of the um, the high seats of this forum where people come to discuss like great matters of, of philosophy and justice, uh, and you are very well respected from your time here. Uh, and indeed, I think as you're, you're shading under, uh, under an olive tree, uh, your, your friend Dorian, uh, who's currently the uh, sort of overseer of, um, of the forum, comes over and says, in, Enjoying the shade, Dogogenes? Indeed. In shade, I find much peace, Dorian. Um, and, like, I, I, I sort of descend my leg back from the tree I was urinating <laughs> on in the forum. <laughs> like, shall we move forwards into the, into the forum itself and uh, yes, I, take our seats? I actually come, come to you uh, to prepare you for... Uh, there, is, there has been a crime in the city, uh, the, the nature of which, uh, the, the right just punishment we are to be discussing later on. Uh, one is It wasn't me. <laughs> right, I didn't say it was. <laughs> well then, oh, I see I'm one of the wise, the wise people you mentioned. Precisely. Uh, I was hoping that, that you would uh, uh, lead the rebuttal against uh, the, the, the forum member who would bring the matter to, to the Parthenon. Fascinating. Yeah, yes, of course. Well, I, I will be there. Uh, uh, will treats be provided? There will be many bonios for good boys such as yourself. <laughs> Wonderful. And perhaps a, a scratch behind the ear? Oh, certainly, wise master Dogogenes. <laughs> I, I nod my bearded dog face <laughs> and, uh, and begin trotting along to the earth. Sure enough, you you arrive, you you ascend the stairs to the to the Parthenon, the this sort of great hall, uh, a meeting point where sure enough, you can see many of your uh, your your fellow philosophers gathering, uh, and it seems that there's a, a lot of hubbub over some matter to be discussed, and you all begin to sort of take your seats inside. Uh, mm. you, you are sat down uh, next to Dior and Orpheus, uh, two other of your friends. If you want to to ask them anything, or all, all right, Dior. Hear any um, new philosophy stuff? Well, I don't know. I've had a very interesting idea recently that perhaps, uh, perhaps we are all just rocks in our own way, assembled in a certain structure. Hmm, it makes you really think, doesn't it? Rocks, you say? Yeah, as much as we may break down the rock into its small parts, perhaps we are just some assemblage of other smaller base elements. Hmm, hmm, fascinating. Huh. Do not be foolish. Where would the soul lay in these these rocks? Ah, uh, of course. You are wise, Dagogenes. 
Indeed. <laughs> sure enough, there are, you hear a... I don't think they had gavels, but either way, you hear a gavel. Order, order. And, and Dorian has ascended to the centre chamber and goes, We are gathered here today to, to discuss the case uh, argued between Helen and Bastion. Le- the, the details are as do follows. I, do I know of Helen and Bastion? Uh, Helen is a, a local... Uh, innkeeper of some kind of a, a wine wine but a greek wine but an ancient greek wine bar that she operates oh okay uh, nice and bastian is uh, quite a a very a very young philosopher who only has like a sort of tiny little bum fluff mustache at the moment um i i stifle a a a laughing wolf and uh, <laughs> as i see his, his mustache dorian says uh, the, the the case is as follows bastian has emptied the wine cellars of Helen. She is, he has emptied them into the river, claiming that it is a, an offering to Dionysus. Mm. Now, Bastian claims that this action was just, for it is showing great pious privilege to the gods and honour, whereas Helen mm. is saying, you've just emptied all my wine into the river, you prick. <laughs> Why have you done this? I'd sell this. <laughs> Yes. We now must argue the case. Arguing for young Bastion is the great, the powerful, with a beard weighing in at four <laughs> points long. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aegidius! Turn like- down for what? <laughs> and sure enough, like the door's I'm- fling open and there's just like this badass philosopher comes in with this massive long beard. Four whole beard I roll my eyes. It is Aegidius. He is... Uh, More like age idiot. Indeed, just. he is very old, very well known for sort of... He's famed in the, in the forum for... He'll take any defence. He'll, he'll argue for anything, and he always wins. <laughs> he once argued that, uh, uh, that, that his mother was actually a god herself, and sure enough, she is now has statues uh, 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 dedicated <laughs> to her across Athens. He is a how formidable do, How does she component. feel about this? Uh, she, she, she's dead. Oh. And uh, Aegidius gets up and uh, they hand him the, 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 the ancient Greek microphone. And he goes, Is there any philosopher in here who dare to take me on in arguing for the justice of my client? I, I, um, I, I, yeah, I, I start barking loudly. <laughs> and I'm like, Dogogenes, Dogogenes will take you on. Age idiotus. Oh, there's, there's lots of murmurings, and sure enough, uh, Dorian's I start, like, order, order. Trotting down the staircase, I'm like, I have only one request, Dorian, that this be a cage match. <laughs> sure enough, like, I just, Dorian, like, cuts a, a string next to him with a giant iron cage, comes and clamps either side of you and Aegidius as he start to circle one another. I will now roll Aegidius's stat block. Uh, so we already know his four oh, beard points. Shit. His prudence is very good. It's a nine. Ugh. So I'm going to use uh, pennies on my scales here to, to represent it in some way. Uh, so prudent. His courage, also very good. It's an 11. It's right in the middle. And finally, his temperance is nine to 12 as well. My word, Tom, you have your, your God damn it. business cut out for you here. I think this is exemplified by the fact that as I come down the stairs and enter the cage, uh, like you, you can see as the the camera sort of panning across, you know, all of the the crowd, and like uh, I get lost for a moment in the in the, the sort of the group, and then the camera cuts back down to my height, uh, and with my low temperance, I'm just humping, um, <laughs> I'm just humping Parmenides's like leg, and I'm like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I got distracted. That's a handsome leg you have there, Parmenides. Oh, I see you've you. been. See, you've been working out. <laughs> ah, a, a compliment from you, Dagogenes, is, is a great one indeed. No worries, pal. <laughs> anyway, so it comes to Aegidius, and he, as the defendant, will, as, sorry, as the, uh, as the philosopher bringing the point to the forum, shall make the first argument. And he claims, mm. what is a greater, more virtuous act than to show honour to the gods themselves? Anyone to defy such would be a fool, a Doggy fool. <laughs> and I roll his d6 and d4. So oh, God. he rolls eight thirteen. 13. So he is far, he is out of score of his nine here. 
Uh, so I, I can't succeed. I have a one on the d4, so I'm going to use that to bring my prudence in one to ten instead. It's your reply. Okay, I'm like, like, is he, is he, is his blow fails to land? I'm, uh, I, I laugh and look around the room, and I'm like, uh, we all know that you have not respected the gods in your, in your time, Egidius. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. Yes. And I will, I will, I will roll in with like, let us, let us set these foolish matters to bed. Clearly, the wine was the property of Helen. If your, uh, your defendant, Bastion, wished to pour it in the river, then he should have purchased it first. That is the law of our land. Oh, oh very, roll for your attack. It's very good. I will roll the uh, 3d6 and 1d4. So, ooh, um, so I got a, a 10 mm-hmm. on my dice, which we said is what, do I have to be within one of the... Yes, we did, yeah, yeah. Okay, one. So, one um, so yeah, so I've got a prudence of 12, uh, and I actually rolled a four on the dice, mm. so I I similarly cannot... Well, I think I think we I think, you, I think we we said that like the D four you can sort of just add to the range by which you're allowed to fall in maybe. Oh, okay, right, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, I'll use the D four to succeed. Okay, um, and then it moves me away on one of these axes, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, four points. Which one's it going to be? Uh, maybe maybe this is too dangerous. Maybe this is too dangerous. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what I said. I'm gonna add to my courage, making myself too emboldened. I'm now at 17 courage. Oh. Uh, does the damage of my attack go from go from my original score or my uh, new let's score? Let's say it goes from the original score, I think. Okay, so my original score was 13, which would have given me a damage of... Three. Th- uh, three, uh, yeah. My temperance gives me minus two, so I take one point. You t- deliver the first blow, Dugogenes, sure enough. Aegidius stumbles backwards like, oh, his, his logic, it is mighty. <laughs> uh, you can see that I'm getting like too confident and proud of myself. I'm strutting around and like uh, barking loudly. My tail is wagging furiously um, at all of this. And and yeah, that's that's a giveaway sign that my, my courage has gotten too high. I think uh, he, he replies, I fear your floppy, fluffy ears may be clouding your ear canals, Dogogenes. For what is an offering without suffering? The gods wish to see us to, to in some way suffer ourselves to m- admire their majesty. If he were to simply purchase the wine, then how has man showed any sense of humility? Through causing this act, he has honoured them greatly. For here we are discussing the matter. Is that not true piety? And he rolls. <laughs> uh, and he gets... B- 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 11 so he lands perfectly and i don't even have to oh, use my God. three uh so he delivers and his courage is so mighty that you take four damage yeah i only get a minus uh one as so well you take three damage shouldn't have everyone's like that that's true that's tr- uh, that's very true i i whimper uh as i as i collapse to the floor like uh, what's wrong too, mutt had enough too too powerful I like, I like stagger up to my to my onto my paws, and I'm, uh, I'm I like look at him. I'm like, it is true that that suffering is is in the nature of of man, and and is a desirable attribute for for the gods to witness inside of us, and and overcoming this suffering is is a noble pursuit. But it is our own suffering that we should create, uh, not the suffering of others. What Bastian did was make Helen suffer, not himself. Your argument is foolish. Oh. And I will attempt to You, you to can roll. see a, 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 a young plus a faints in the corner. <laughs> uh, ooh. Oh, actually, no, I rolled bang on my prudence. Nice. Uh, so five, five, two, so 12. Um, and I got the four as well. So, so can I spend that to like... I reckon you can to move yourself back in if you want. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll bring my courage back down to 13. However, because, because my... Um, because my courage was 17 during the attack, I would have only done one damage, which he shields all of. <laughs> Everyone thinks that that would surely have been a great blow, but he just laughs it off and says, uh, you don't understand. What could a dog possibly know of the matters of man? <laughs> if Bastion had purchased the wine and emptied it into the river, that would have been the end of the matter. The fact that they're talking about this as far as Corinth shows that surely the might of Dionysus has been well-registered. I would claim that 
I would grab the glass of wine in Dorian's hand right now and cast it to the floor in the name of the gods, for that would truly bring attention to their name. He gets a <laughs> seven. It's way out. I can't even match it with the one, so I'm just going to fail with the one, but I will bring my uh, my temperance back in one to the, the very... The... Actually, no, what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to use one of my beard points. No! I stroke my beard greatly to re-roll oh, my For a second, I think, one. I think I'm defended, but then I see his magnificent beard. Actually, I'm going to re-roll my one and the two. I think that gives me better odds. So okay, sit. Now I've got ten. I'm bang on my prudence now. Oh, God. Have at thee, dog! Four damage to you. Uh, and my temperance again removes the, uh, uh, well, my honour, I'm on a seven. So I only get a minus two, uh, sorry, minus one. So three damage again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going down quick here. Yeah, Aegidius is uh, a mighty foe. He is incredibly mighty. Um, I think I like, and again, like suffer, um, and I, I, I shake myself as a as a good dog I would, and you know I'm one of those big slavery dogs, so so saliva is going everywhere across the cage uh, as I as I recompose myself, and I'm like I'm like, your words have merit, Agidius, but but know this, it it is a blessing from Dionysus to our city, perhaps perhaps a better way for us to proceed is for the city to buy such a blessing. What if instead we as Athens were to buy wine from Helen and pay her for the blessings that her wine have bestowed upon us uh, for pouring this wine into the city? Bastian's actions were were clearly wrong, but they have had good effect. Perhaps we should, we should every year take to buying wine from Helen and disposing with them in the, in the river to the great merriment of the fish. Oh yeah, the, the the forum is is wowed by your kindness and your your generosity and, and your great wisdom, Dogogenes. <laughs> I roll my I roll my dice. Um, okay, so that is a five, four, and a three. I actually just nailed my prudence again. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, so I will. Yeah, I will succeed and my courage is now 13 which means i do uh three damage uh and i'm gonna i only rolled a one on my d4 which i'm gonna use to add to my temperance to very nice push to me up yourself in some way uh, yeah because i've been taking way too much damage each each well, round i here. take one point of damage as well as everyone as I, i'm looking like agidius looks like a bit of a dickhead now uh, as the guy who's just, <laughs> when your your kind generosity to which um agidius replies well, I think you're... You probably think you're quite the good boy, don't you, Dogogenes? <laughs> I like... I like... I like going to, like, the other sort of, like, you know, like, good boy poses. Pause forwards. Like, sit down. Have my tongue out, like, <laughs> nodding a bit. But where does this end, Dog? Would you see the coffers of Athens reduced to nothing? Would you see every gold talent of the kingdom cast to the wind? We must protect our own still. You do not know how to toe the line. How could you, after all? You are old in dog years. <laughs> and he rolls and he gets... Ugh, I'm off here, though. Uh, I'm out. I'm on uh, 14, but I have a 3 on my D4, so I can pull it in, but I'm going to have to cast... I'm going to move my temperance down 3. 1, 2, 3. To uh, up, up 3 into 15. But I do okay. land a blow of 4 damage. Oh Jesus! Well, my 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 uh, I have improved my my defense, so I get minus two. But I think I'm very close to death here. I'm I only have two justice points left. <laughs> you are you are wounding me mightily with your with your with your words. Your your problem is just your courage is just so perfectly achieved. Truly, I am the most courageous of us all. I think you you, you look around, you see you see Dorian, and look at you like, don't give up, Dogogenes. There is always uh, hope. I steal myself, and I'm like, though I may be old in dog years, I have the wisdom that can only come from having walked through the streets of Athens as only a dog may. Helen's wine bar, popular as it is with the the young urban professionals of Athens, pays much in tax. (laughs) (laughs) If we simply allow businesses such as hers to fall by the wayside and do not defend their property... What are we but all simple common mutts? I may be a dog, but it is you, Aegidius, that is the mutt. Oh, 
You see Dorian like wipes a tear from his eye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will roll my roll. Okay. Uh, interesting roll. And again, I'm really, really doing Smashing well here. On the boot. I got I got a five, a six, and a one. I've had a new number of ways to get to twelve. So <laughs> yeah, once again I. <laughs> Once again, I uh, I am I'm bang on my prudence. There, there is great um, applause to your point. What's your damage? Uh, so once again, it will uh, be three. Just the three. I need to take um, minus one this time, so I take two damage. Mm. You've done four damage to me as I sta- as Aegidius staggers back. And says, stop clapping! S- stop clapping, fools! No, don't <laughs> listen to his poisonous words. And you can see he looks flustered. He's he's losing control slightly. And for his next argument, he just says, "He's just a dog. He's just a smelly, <laughs> smelly dog." Don't listen to him. He has no place here amongst our discourse. Uh, uh, stinky dog, bad dog, bad dog. <laughs> and should I be like, also, well, just he, for, makes, he makes an interesting point. Just for the just for the listeners, if they are playing along at home, I also used my D4 there uh, to add up my temperance. So I'm now at 11 at maximal defense. Oh. Defenses maximized. <laughs> uh, I come in at uh, a 12. So I'm just out, but I'm going to use my D4 of two to get back in range. Uh, so to do so, I'm going to have to move my courage uh, down to, I'm now up to even to 13. Uh, but I do land my blow at least of, uh, of another four damage. Mm-hmm. But my defense is now three, which <laughs> saves me just. Um, There's like, well, so he is a dog, that is true. <laughs> one yeah. justice, one left. I, uh, I like, uh, I, so yeah, I, I sort of take this blow, and it, it does wound me uh, psychically that, that, you know, these people still think of me as, as just a dog. Um, and I, I sort of turn my attention to the crowds, and I'm like, it is true that I have this canine appearance. I have, I have walked these streets and seen how you look at me, and and yes, I know that my temperance has not always suited me. I I have chased many a cat across the the streets of Athens and found myself at times tempted by another dog's poop on the the sidewalk. The camera cuts over his little cat floss there. It's like yes, it is true. He he did ch- <laughs> he did chase me on several occasions, <laughs> but Diogenes brought me here to prove a point. And that point is that I am a reasoning beast. You have seen this. You have heard my words. You have heard how I how I argued with Zeno about the half-movement paradox. And <laughs> ever since, all of us have failed to ever reach our location. <laughs> Did I not discuss with our friend uh, Pyrrho the... The, the lack of existence of anything, and prove indeed by pooping on his shoe that things do in fact exist. That's true, I remember that. <laughs> I, I nod sagely. You know in your heart that I am one of you. I possess the same love you do. Philosophy. Love of knowledge. I am no dog. I am a philosopher. Oh. And I... I say, and then I sort of like point and I say, I say, we know Bastion has transgressed and we know the course of action forwards ahead of us. Please heed my words, not those of Aegidius. And I'll roll my, my final words. Uh, ooh, this is not a great roll. So that would be, so I got, I got eight on the, on my dice. Although I got the four on the D4. Well, you could use a beard uh, point if you want as well. Yes, I will spend... A beard to re-roll point. as many of your uh, dice as you want. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a beard point to re-roll that one, um, and that actually does it. Yeah, so now I'm within one. I got thirteen, Fantastic. so I'm within one of my one of my prudence. Um, and yeah, I will just uh, I just say I rest my case. Oh, how much damage? And he takes. Um, so my courage is now thirteen. So three damage. Oh, another two points of damage that I take. It's no chance at all for me. Uh, you can see, like, Aegidius sees the crowd starting to turn, and uh, I think he he says, uh, yes, well, uh, uh, and he thinks hard, and he remembers the ultimate backup trick of any philosopher, and he says, <laughs> yes, but what is wine? Hmm? <laughs> what, what is wine? And the, the, the they're like, oh, well, it's really good. Wine is not mostly water anyway. It seems to me that Dorian has simply just added water to more water with a little bit of grape in it. Uh, one cannot 
own water and such. Water is for all of us to enjoy. It's a right of life. Helen has no right to, to sell such thing. What, what is wine? What is wine? <laughs> and he rolls his attack. Uh, <laughs> but I get a six, a four, and a five. Uh, but I mean, at 15, there's no way I can get in at oh, all. Oh, God. Actually, I'll, I'll use my beard point to at least re-roll uh, the, the six. And it's a five, so I'm still out. Uh, I use up on my beard points, uh, but I will move my uh, prudence back in one to 11. But everyone's like, no, that that's dumb. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Given where I'm at for my for my final argument, I just uh, Dior, I just Dior start. He's weak. Go for the killing blow, Dogotinis. <laughs> Indeed, I shall go for the killing blow. My woof attack, <laughs> and I start woofing violently. <laughs> <at him>. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. Stop it. Yes, are you are you not distracted from your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> my mind, my thoughts. <laughs> yes, your mind palace, and I. Uh, <laughs> I roll and I got a six, a three, and a two, so that is eleven. And I, yeah, I've done it. Um, I have done it, um, and I get once more three damage. And I have two justice remaining. I'm down to two hit points, and I sort of stumble, no, fall to my knees, and sort of roll down uh, across across the marble floors. I'm like, no more barking, no more barking, cease. <laughs> Hmm, very well. You've had enough of the barking, I see. He says, why? <laughs> I will lower my courage by, by one <sighs> as well. Wise minds, I have only one final thing to say. Come on! <laughs> Come on! It matter. It was pretty funny! <laughs> It was all right in the river. <laughs> what are we really here chatting about? Why don't we all go back to my place uh, for wine? Doesn't that sound that better our, than our That is our favourite thing. And they're like, oh, wh- wine, wine, yes. <laughs> and I roll uh, with a, a, a five, a six, and a one uh, for 12. I'm directly in line. Uh, I land an attack and I do three damage. Oof, although my temperance is now at a position where I get minus three, so I'm oh, fine. It's a, it's a well-placed blow, and I should have, everyone agrees, like, yes, we. I would like to drink the wine. I would like to drink the wine. Everyone, you can see people starting to get up from their seats, but you're not out yet. Yeah, I, uh, I'm like, wait, friends, there is a much better place we can drink wine. Helen's. The young yuppies should be getting off work about now. They are very entertaining. Much more entertaining than this aegidius. <laughs> I propose we go to Helen's. The wine's on Dogogenes. <laughs> the wine is on Dogogenes. And I have one final question for you all. What is an aegidius? <laughs> <laughs> I will roll my dice. Uh, 4-4-3. Yeah, again, I'm. Well, this is my prudence <laughs> you is this really time. doing well. The most yeah. prudent, prudent creature in Athens. <laughs> uh, so yeah, once again, I do um, three damage. No, I never minus one. I go, no, no, as my justice and Chef Dorian Rise goes. We find Aegidius, the loser of this battle. <laughs> no. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and the cage lifts as everyone rushes in and lifts you above in their hands to God's knees. Going, good boy, good boy, good boy. Woof, woof. Like passing you <laughs> I'm like, treats. Ear scratches, ear scratches. Sure enough, they carry you all the way down mm. as, as Aegidius is left to weep on the floors of the Parthenon. You are carried down the stairs. People are coming out of their homes and cheering your name as they carry you into Helen's bar. And uh, Helen sort of sees you come in and she's like, well, if it isn't the goodest boy in all of Athens. And sure enough, she gets out the finest bottle of wine and, and fills it into a small bowl that she places on the floor for you. I start, uh, I start, yeah, just like licking it down, like enjoying the adulation of everyone in town. And I think the, the and, camera uh, pans back as there's just the, the celebrating philosophers, everyone sort of celebrating you as we come to the end of our first play test of... Aww. Uh, Diogenes' Dialectics Deathmatch. Oh, thanks, Tom. That was Thank great. You. I, enjoyed I thoroughly that. enjoyed that. I thought I had you there, Diogenes, but you came yeah, back. Yeah, I really thought you did. It was when I adjusted the temperance to the point where I had maximal defense. At that point, I knew that... That's like, when it shifted. Because like, 
I was taking three points of damage yeah. at the start every single hit there. That was brutal. It was just so courageous. Then, yeah. Well, Tom, is there anything you would you would change about the game? I mean, there probably there probably is a little bit of adjusting to be done in playtesting with the with the numbers mm, and making sure the, that it's uh, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah that it's like you know it's always and, yeah yeah yeah. But the general concept, I think, is I great. Know, I, I like love the system. I love the uh, the having the the actual argument. I think that's, <laughs> I that's very it was good. really very good fun. fun. Yeah yeah. Yeah. The only thing I would change is I wonder, like, that feels like such a good, like, big way of sort of doing a, a big main battle in some way. I wonder if you can't also adapt it some way into whatever your stats are at a certain point. You can do, like, s- smaller combats for just, like, one, like, maybe it's just a making attacks in general. I don't know, it's some kind of checks, but that's something to mm. deal with in the future. Yeah, I guess one one thing I could say is that, like, maybe there would be a good way in the, like, if you're playing it with a group of people is to, like, maybe somehow have your arguments actually have an effect like let your friends you know yeah uh, i agree yeah yeah there's definitely a way that we could that work be, to open that'd that up be cool. well i think other than that then i think that that comes the comes to the end of another episode of head to table another great game to to add to the bank uh mm, the compendium is precisely, growing all that's left to say is a big thank you of course to call me malcolm for letting us use their music for our intro and outro you can find some more of their stuff on callmemalcolm.bandcamp.com uh anything else you want to add tom uh no just uh yeah follow us on on twitter um we're on facebook now uh yeah we're, we're mm, around definitely. i think what Feel i'll do i'll take to... a photo of this stuff i've got but i'll put up on twitter to see sort of how we've designed these scales and sort of uh manage the game going forward because it's quite a cool looking uh, little scale system we've got here cool well yep yeah. thanks everyone it's, uh, thank you so much again fun. i've been tom rawson and i've been tom snowden goodbye everybody bye 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 friends <laughs>